Hello everyone and welcome back to Stay Hot Besties. I'm your host Emmy Drew and I've recorded this intro at least three times. Hopefully third time's the charm. So I'm gonna plug real quick now so you don't forget but we're gonna subscribe, rate, review and make sure you follow Stay Hot Besties on TikTok and Instagram right now. And if you're feeling crazy, spread the word. Do you love me? Do you love my pod? Tell everybody you know about it. Like, you know when people put on their stories and they're like, podcast recs. Tell them to give Stay Hot Besties a listen. I don't know. I don't know. Could be fun. Um, okay. I'm your host, Emmy Drew. And unlike last week, I am feeling emotionally stable. Let me just catch you up from last week. I was, when I recorded that, I was like at the bottom of my parabola. Wait, maybe? I don't know. haven't taken math since I was a senior in high school. But I was at like my lowest point and I feel like I like sharing that vulnerable side of me because I feel like when I see other people being vulnerable, it inspires me and it always makes me feel like my emotions are more valid. So anyway, so that's kind of why I got on and had no clue what I was talking about and just cried the whole time. And you know what? I loved it. It's who I am, truly. Like, I'm such an emotional person that, like, of course, me just getting on and crying, like, it to- it makes total sense. So, but thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for loving me. Um, I'm glad we did that. Okay. Um, here's my other thought going along with that. I'm only 19, almost 20, right? (laughs) I bet everybody's like, oh my gosh, shock. She has so much life experience. Well, sometimes I feel like I'm not qualified to like talk about, to like give advice or talk about the things I've learned, right? But then I'm like, you know what? Here I am taking my life into my own hands. You know, I'm... I'm going through this journey. I'm working really hard to like get to the place that I want to be and I'm going to share what I learned along the way and I'm not going to let insecurity of not feeling like old enough or qualified enough to share stop me from doing that. So with those items out of the way, let's jump right in. So the agenda for the episode is going to start with our salad course, which is the hots and knots. Just as salad is a staple with every meal... So is the hots and knots with a Stay Hot Besties episode. Next for our appetizer, we're going to have a little weekend update. um, And we are, I am going to share an update from last week's episode within that um, weekend update. And then for our main course, our piece de resistance, um, we are talking about thrifting. Now, I wanted to do this episode for a while because thrifting is actually something that I have found a passion for in like the last year and a half. So I wanted to, so we're going to share some tips, tricks, items that I love just because I feel like sometimes people get really overwhelmed with thrifting. I know like when I first started buying my clothes from, from thrift stores, I was like, oh, terrifying but now here I am and half of my wardrobe is from a thrift store and I want to share kind of what I have learned with you um yeah okay let's jump right in with our salad with our hots and knots also that 
analogy might be keeping it might be not let me know your feedback call in leave your comments in the in the question box all of that stuff let me know if this um analogy is working for you but we're gonna start with our hots and knots so my first hot this week is lemon water and I go through phases okay I will go through a phase where I'll just keep like a few slices of lemon in my water bottle and I'll just have lemon water all the time and I'll be obsessed with it. And then, you know, you got to throw away the lemons because they can't stay in there forever. And then I just kind of forget about how good lemon water is. But the other day, I got a mason jar. I know, a mason jar. I'm so trendy. I did lemon slices and some sparkling water and drank it out of a metal straw in a mason jar. And I have never felt better about myself. And then I put my lemon slices in my my um fake stanley and i'm just really loving lemon water it just makes me drink so much water so if you're having a hard time drinking your daily quota drinking your water maybe try a lemon i don't know work for me could work for you okay my next hot of the week is i was doing a peloton ride with robin our son And she is, without a doubt, my favorite instructor. And she had this quote that I feel like I've just been thinking about for a really long time and that I really liked. And it's, it's, it's possible for pain to become power. It's possible for doubt to become determination. Just let that sink in for like five seconds. Yeah, okay. I don't know why I'm shocked that, like, every Peloton class I get on, like, I leave feeling so inspired. I swear. They, like, have to make you feel so inspired or else they they are not a Peloton instructor. Um, My third hot this week is my book list. So, I have been keeping track of what books I, re- I read since last April And I'm trying to go for 50 books by April 2022. We're about halfway there. So I got to do some cramming in order to fulfill this goal. But I'm excited about it. I really love reading. And if anybody wants to ever talk about books, I will talk about books all day long. Like truly, I'll talk about books, movies, TV shows, music, podcasts all day long. If you... If you've listened to this podcast for, like, one episode, you know how much I love, like, content. So, maybe we should do a Stay Hot Besties book club. Would anybody be interested? Call in. And when I say call in, I don't really know what that means. Shoot me a DM, a text, I don't know. Call in. Stay Hot Besties book club could be the next big thing. Okay, and my bonus hot for the week is, I found this last night. His name is ugh, I gotta find his name hold on be Dylan Hollis and his whole thing is like he gets these vintage recipes like from the 60s and the 1800s and the 90 or the 70s and the, and the 30s and he makes them and I'm gonna be honest he's kind of annoying he's definitely a theater major um like he's kind of annoying but I'm obsessed with every single video. Like, he's so entertaining. Like, seriously. I'm obsessed. I watch, I think... From the Great Depression. Just like-, 
Like, I think every video he had. He's just, like, so funny. Like, annoyingly funny. I don't know how to describe it. You kind of just have to get on. It's B. Dylan Hollis um, on TikTok, and um, I'm very into it. Um, also, it makes me want to go get a vintage cookbook and cook through it, which I think I'm going to do, so stay tuned. We will update next week. Um, my knots this week. We start with trying to grow my Instagram. Now, uh, this is like, it's a knot because it's so hard. <laughs> like, I feel kind of silly sometimes and not like, I don't want to be like that influencer girl, but also I want to grow this podcast and I feel like the best way to do that is with Instagram. So I don't want to be like annoyingly influencery or like cringy, but also I'm like, gotta grow somehow. So gotta put in my effort with these reels. And then also I feel like the ones that I, I really like don't go viral. I eat my styling video that I just put up. It's, like, my favorite video I've ever made and didn't go as viral. I think the ticket is shorter videos, so we're going to try that. But, you know, if you want to go give it some love, I would... I wouldn't mind, but... Okay, moving on. Um, okay, my next knot is being tired. I feel like that's a universal thing. I don't know what it's been about this week, but, like, I am constantly tired. And I can't get up in the mornings. And I really want to get up in the mornings and, like, be productive. Because I feel good about myself when I'm productive. But, like, bro, I can't. I'm having the hardest time. So, pray for me. Um, I think, I don't know. Maybe it was just my ladies' days. Could have been. Um, but, yeah, that was not fun. <laughs> and then my last knot of the week is being friend zoned and this has not happened to me recently the only reason why it's on this podcast last night or right now is because last night as I was falling asleep this thought came into my head and it wouldn't leave until I wrote it down and put it in my podcast outline but like this hasn't happened in any recent times for me to bring it up I was just thinking about it but this is this is my not of my life, not just the week, my life. And it's this. Every single boy that I have seriously liked, I'm not talking like seventh grade crush, I'm saying like seriously liked, I have infiltrated their life. I have become their best friend. Like literally, we do everything together. And then I watch. As one of my close friends swoops in for the kill and starts dating them. And you know what? Happy for them, obviously. I'm still friends with everybody that this has happened to me too. But it's happened like four times. The same situation. Where it's like, I'm the best friend, but never the girlfriend. And you know what? proud of that. One day, though, one day I'll successfully make the transition. It's a vicious cycle and I'm stuck in it, but you know what? I digress. Let's move on. Okay, so weekend updates. Quick update from last episode. I talked about the book I was reading called Redeeming Love. 
Um, and I said I was going to see the movie and I did see the movie and I loved it. Okay. It's heavy subject material. Like it is not like a lighthearted fun movie. It's a pretty heavy movie. And it also cuts out a lot of the details in the book. Like, because it's taken a 17 hour audiobook into like an hour and a half. So a lot of details where I was like, uh, if I didn't know the context behind this, I'd be super confused. But overall, I loved it. It was the perfect amount of like, cheesy acting but like honesty at the same time and that Christian romance I definitely cried and it was just what I needed in my life that day so I feel good about it highly recommend it's called redeeming love if anybody was curious so our next update is I want to talk about the live action Snow White remake I have not heard anything about this until today when I was writing this outline And I feel like it's something that I need to talk about. So, first of all, we get the incredible Rachel Zegler as Snow White. And she was, she played Maria in the new West Side Story. And she's phenomenal. Do I kind of hate her because I wish I could be her? Yeah. But, like, I'm still going to support her. She's still incredible. I just wish that I was the one that, like, got discovered in a small town. But I digress. Let's move on. We've also got Gal Gadot as the evil queen. And I've never, I think that is genius casting. I've never heard anything better. And they're giving Snow White like a good character arc. Like she's not just going to be this, this, you know, Disney princess. She's going to have a character arc. And I love to see that. But that brings me to my next point. Do we remember Mirror Mirror with Lily Collins, Julia Roberts, Army Hammer? Anybody with me? That is a great movie. I was just thinking about that the other day. That's probably one of my favorites and very underrated, I feel like. Um, that's all. Okay. And now on to our main course. Let's get into it. I'm so ready and I'm so here for it. So I'm naming this episode Emmy's Fun and Thrifty. I'm deciding between tips and crafts, and I guess we'll see which one it is when you're listening to this, but this is because when I was a kid, and to be honest, I still do this, but anytime I would cook, sew, do a craft, get ready for bed, I would pretend like I was on my own show. Who hasn't done this, where you just narrate everything you do? But I had a theme song. Emmy's fun and thrifty crafts. Emmy's fun and thrifty crafts. That's the theme song. And, um, like, I feel like that really set me apart. I was very quirky and unique. So that's why I'm calling this episode Emmy's fun and thrifty crafts slash tips. So let's get into it. Um, okay. So thrifting is on the up and up. And probably, I feel like the the last couple years thrifting has become like very mainstream um which is honestly so good like I am not one of those people where it's like if something becomes mainstream like they automatically hate it I'm like if it's a good thing I'm gonna like it whether people like it or not you know what I'm saying like I'm my own person their opinions don't affect mine so thrifting is on the up and up because more and more people are realizing that you can get clothes 
more sustainably, higher quality, and cheaper by thrifting. Who knew? Well, my Uncle Hank knew. He taught me the ways of the DI when I was just a young child, and I thank him. Because he knew. But anyways, even though thrifting is fun, it can be very overwhelming for some people. My mother. Um, And it's because, you know, you've got weird smells. You've got weird stains, weird styles, weird people that run the store who make you feel scared, i.e. there's a... thrift shop in Orem where the owners it's like it's the cutest shop and it's this cute little house and it's got all sorts of stuff but I feel like every time I go in there like the owners hate me for taking stuff out of their store it's a weird cycle anyways but on the flip side of that you've got unique finds and that's the Enneagram 4 Kamenacha I must be unique You've got cheaper hauls. You can get more bang for your buck. You've got higher quality most of the time if you're looking for the right things. Um, It's good for the earth and it's good for the soul of the clothes. Like you're giving life to new things or you're giving new life to old things. And, And you can find exactly what you want if you try. So it's hard. Like thrifting, you know... It's not, it's, like I said, it's overwhelming. And that's why I'm here to give you my top 10 tips for thrifting. Um, Some do's and don'ts of hitting your local thrift shop. So let's get into it. So we're going to do, I have 10 tips. No, I have 11 tips. Okay. I have 11 tips to come at you. And then we're going to throw in at the end my must-haves. Now, these are like the things that you can get at every thrift store that are like what you should be looking for every time you go. I'm going to throw that in at the end and then we're going to close out, but I'm excited about it. So, let's get in to tip number one, which is dress for the occasion. You know I'm a dress to impress, but in this case, I mean, you never know if there's going to be a dressing room or not. Like, wear something that you can try things on over or under. Wait, over? On top or bottom? You know, you know what I mean, not under. That would be strange. Wait, I guess if you were wearing a dress, you could wear pants under. So I take back what I just said. You never know. Wear something that you can slip things over and under. Um, going along with that, come prepared. So, like, know your body, know your measurements, know your sizes. So, like, if you can't try something on, you can be like, okay, this will about fit. So, you don't, like, get something and it's either three sizes too big or two sizes too small. Like, you kind of have your vibe of, like, what size that you should be going for. Also, along with being prepared, know what you're looking for. Like, if you have you want this specific thing, like, you know where to go to find that specific thing, or know what you like and what you dislike before you go, because if you don't, you can walk into a thrift store, and there's so much, literally so much, and it's overwhelming, but if you know, okay, I'm here to get this, you know exactly where it is, you go there, you find it, you're fulfilled, you know what I'm saying, so know what you like, know what you're looking for, know your measurements, Number three, avoid the impulse buy. Now, (laughs) 
I wish I could tell you I was perfect, but I am a huge culprit of the impulse buy. Um, <laughs> because back to that Enneagram 4, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so fun and unique. I need it. And then I never wear it. Ever. Um, and then it ends up just going right back to where it came from, which is at the thrift store. So when you're looking at something, this is, I, this isn't even just applying to thrifting. This is applying to buying clothes in general. Like ask yourself, will I wear this? What can I wear this with? Where would, where would I wear this? And, like, create outfits in your mind. Create situations in your mind where you would wear that and be like, is this actually what I would wear? And if you can answer those questions, you can get it, okay? You can get it. If you can't or you're having a hard time, don't get it. Here's another thing going along with that that, again, is just for, like, clothes shopping in general. I feel like for me... I have so many clothes and I like, like, I'm not wasting my time with maybes. If I don't love it, I'm not going to get it because if I don't love it, like, I'm not going to end up loving it later. Like, I'm just never going to love it. It's going to sit in my closet. But like, when I put on something and I'm like, yeah, this was made for me. It's like, you have to get it. If it's a maybe or a no, toss it aside. You don't need it. And you deserve the yeses. The hell yeses. Okay, moving on. Number four, know the quality of the items. So, you know, you can find a lot of, a lot of things in there, but, like, if you're looking for really, like, quality pieces that are going to last a long time, like, is it real leather or is it gross? Is it real wool? Is it from, like, a good brand? Like, can't even think. Like, even if you found, like, I feel like, even if you found, like, like, a gap or, or some sort of, like, Dillard, some, some brand you would find at, like, a department store. Like, that, is it, like, a good quality brand or is it, like, Shein? Is it H&M? You know, because those kind of things, it's, like, they're not going to last and they're probably not going to last even they're probably going to fall apart even quicker because they've already been worn. So, like, I feel like looking for good quality items. Um, number five is get things tailored. Um, so, if you can see the potential of an item... Sorry. If I can see the potential in an item and it just needs, like a fix here, a fix there, or completely redo it, but it's so cool that I want to get it, like, I'll get it and I'll fix it up. Whether it's a quick hem or a total redo, like, I'm, like, I can see the potential. Like, you can get a lot of pants hemmed the right way, and you could do them yourself. Like, hemming a pair of pants is not hard, promise. But also, you can, like, taking your items to a tailor and being like, hey, can you tailor this to me? It's not that expensive, especially in the long run if, like, these items are going to be used your whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're getting these items, they're not, like, trendy, so to speak, but, like, they're gonna last your life. So, you might as well invest in, like, a nice tailoring job 
Um, it gives the clothes new lives. It helps probably small businesses. These tailors are not making that much money, I guarantee. And it helps the environment. So it's so worth it to just tailor things. And also then it like feels like that piece of clothing was made for you because in a way it was like, it's going to fit exactly how you want it to fit. It's going to look nice and clean. Like, I feel like that's a big thing that people don't understand. Like if it doesn't fit perfectly, it can, you just got to take it to the right place. Um, number six, negotiate if possible. So when you know the worth of something and you don't think the pricing is correct, talk to someone. Don't pull a Karen and be an absolute jerk about it, but like you can negotiate the price at most places, even if you think you can't. For example, at Savers, my local Savers, which I love, um, there was a camera and it was a nice Nikon N80 film camera that I wanted to get for my film class. And it was like $60 and it was sticky and gross and it was missing the lens, right? It was just the body of the camera. There's no lens attachment. So I was like, I went up to the girl. I'm like, is there any way we can talk about a different price? Because one, it's disgusting. It was like covered in grime and stickiness, which I got off and cleaned. But I was like, gross. And it didn't have the... um lens attachment which I feel like is a big deal because I'm gonna have to spend the money to get a new lens for the camera and I was able to get it down to $40 instead of 60 which was great because you know uh, you know saving money save money live better Walmart so like you can talk to people and obviously some places it's not possible but like you might as well ask that's my new philosophy on life is like, I might as well ask, what's the harm if they say no? Like, I'll just pay full price. But like, I might as well ask. Put that on a pillow. Okay. Number seven, know what you like. Now, this goes with being prepared, but it's a little bit more than that. Know what styles you like on your body and what styles you like. No, what colors you like. Are you plain? Are you looking for more neutral and basics? Or are you looking for statement pieces? Or are you like me where almost everything in your closet is a statement piece and so you just look extra all the time? The important thing is that you are dressing for you and only for you, okay? Throw trends out the door, okay? What do you like? And if you like it, if you like a trend, wear it. If you don't like a trend, don't. Like, you're dressing for you and only for you. But know what you like. What's your style? And if you want to branch out, get it. Get some things that are going to push you out of your comfort zone. But, like, remember, I, the thing, the thing, the reason I love clothes so much is I feel like um, it's a way that I get to express myself, you know, through color, through funky styles, through things that I make. Like, I feel like I express who I am and my bubbly personality and my big personality and my zest for life in my clothing and the things that I choose to wear and you can express yourself in a lot of different ways but I just feel like clothes is such an easy outward expression of who you are and so once you kind of know who you are you kind of figure out your style and you figure out yourself and so that's important to just be aware of anytime you go shopping honestly a lot of these tips could be 
um, transferred over to just plain shopping anyways, but like, you know, just knowing what you like on yourself and sticking to that and sticking to being true to yourself. Um, okay. Number eight. Whoop. Number eight. Always give it a good wash. Give your items before you even put them on your body when you get home. Throw them in the wash. I feel like I don't really need to explain that. Like, these are someone else's. You don't know where these have been. But if you give them a wash, they're yours. And you know where they've been. I feel like I don't need to say more. Give it a good wash. Okay. Number nine. Don't overwhelm yourself. Okay? You don't need to go crazy. If you don't find anything that's you, like, you're not bad at thrifting. You just didn't find anything that day. Like, you don't have to come home with bags and bags of items if none of them you're ever going to wear or you don't even like any of them. You know, you don't need to go crazy. Don't overwhelm yourself. Take it day by day, okay? This is your life. You are in control. Um, Number 10. This is something, number 10 and 11 kind of go right along with each other. Number 10 is understanding the impact that you are having when you thrift. So thrifting is such a good way to make sustainable changes in your life. Now, um, I'm not one of those people that is like, I will never touch a piece of plastic in my life or I will never use a straw. You know what I'm saying? But I... But if there's something, like, easy that I can do to be a better human and, like, make the earth cleaner, why not do it? And, like, the fast fashion industry is just, it's, the more you learn about it, the less that you want to support these, these brands. Um, just, like, the way that they treat their workers, a lot of those workers over in the smaller, or in the more underdeveloped countries like they are not being treated in a very humane way like think about think about like the 1900s labor force the newsboy strike of 1899 if you will like and all those kids in the factories like we think that it's not still happening today, but it is. And a lot of the cul- a lot of the big culprits are those big fashion brands that are just not sustainable. So, you know, don't get me wrong, I am not a judger. I still shop from those brands from time to time, but I try to be thoughtful about when I do. Um and I just think like a lot of people are like, "Well, I can't afford sustainable things and I'm like well thrifting is actually one of the cheapest ways to shop and it's sustainable it's keeping the environment clean it's not supporting those big brands that are overusing their workers like I just feel like when you understand the impact that you're having when you thrift it makes it so much more exciting because you're like not only am I finding good things they're cheap I'm having fun I'm also being a good human um to go right along with that, number 11 is donate. So after you've come home, you've implemented your new items, it's time to go through and say, okay, what am I not using? What am I not wearing? What can I give away? And donate them. 
because it's so helpful one to people who use thrift stores for their only way to afford clothing right for like a cheap clothing and it's you can donate them to charities like clothing is something that we take for granted I feel like I definitely take it for granted um in like where I live but you know some people they have only the shirt on their backs and it's like if you can donate your clothes that you're not using you can donate them to charities to thrift stores to the homeless shelters like it is such a great way to give back to your community um that has given you so much so those are my 11 tips for thrifting I feel like it's just like the all in all it's like you the goal in life is to be happy and have fun and if thrifting is gonna help you fulfill that goal go for it if it's not it's not for you but it definitely is something that like I'm passionate about so I wanted to share on this pod because I can talk about whatever I want on this podcast and nobody can judge me because I don't have a niche my niche is that I'm nicheless, and I will go down in history with that. Um, <laughs> okay, all the Instagram influencers who tell you to niche down are like quaking in their boots when I say my niche is that I'm nicheless, but it's who I am. It's who I am. Okay, we're gonna go into our our next kind of final segment to wrap everything up. And this is my thrifted must-haves. So about three years ago, um, I was following this girl who I will mention at the end. Um, and she had this like ebook that was just like thrifting tips. Or it was like items from the thrift store that like everybody needs. And it was just like kind of giving tips and I feel like I kind of wanted to create my own version of that because there are like the things that you can find at every thrift store that are like the staple in my closet and the cheapest way to get them is at the thrift store. So here we go. My thrifted must-haves. Some of these are definitely a little bit more female-centered but still apply to all. So for my male listeners out there, you know how I feel about you stay stay out stay with me okay um okay number one is a blazer blazers are in I don't know what rock you've been living under but blazers are in and the best place to find them for cheap is the thrift store to be quite honest my mother got a blazer from Madewell it was like $150 I go to Savers and find a $5 blazer and it's the best thing that I've ever purchased in my life. Because I just, I feel like the it's that vintage vibe that the blazers are going for. The blazers trend right now is trying to take you back to the 80s and the 90s. of Those big shoulder pad blazers. Guess what? Your local DI, your local savers, your local Goodwill is going to have so many actual vintage blazers from the 80s with shoulder pads for under five dollars so I promise you the best place to find them for cheap is a thrift store I don't make the rules um my next thrifted must-have is a denim jacket 
My favorite denim jacket I've ever bought is an oversized Levi's trucker jacket that I got for a fraction of the cost. And I wear it once a week and it's thrifted. So, you know, I keep going back to Madewell. I actually really like Madewell. But like Madewell's denim, but it's expensive. And Madewell's denim jacket is like $200. And I got mine for $30. So who's the winner now, huh? My next thrifted must-have is a pair of trousers. Now, my trick is I love suit pants from the men's section because they're always the perfect oversized fit and high-waisted. Give them a little hem and you're in business. And I feel like this suit pant trouser trend, it's never really gone away, but it's something that I feel like is a staple in my wardrobe is like a nice oversized suit pant trouser, if you will. And the perfect place to find them is the thrift store. Okay, next item is a graphic tee. The craziest phenomenon to ever exist to me is that we have boutiques trying to sell us quote-unquote vintage style band tees for 40 to 60 dollars when you could find an actual vintage band tee for two to five dollars at Savers or Goodwill or DI or really anywhere that you thrift. Salvation Army, Buffalo Exchange, t-shirts, they're everywhere. Okay, I love a good statement outerwear. I just love a good statement in general, as you can tell, but a good statement outerwear. And I feel like thrift stores, there's so many different jackets and coats that you can thrift and really just have a see something, say something outfit. Like, um, one of my favorite jackets is I thrifted, like, a black leather blazer, which, once again, extremely trendy. Once again, extremely expensive. But I found the perfect leather blazer at my local, my local thrift. And I love it. Um, I personally love a good vintage bag, gotten some very interesting fun little purses over the years I feel like it's something I don't use like every day but when I have the outfit that works with it I'm like yeah this was a good decision um let's see another one of my favorite sections in the thrift store that I like to go to is the nightwear section so (laughs) There's a lot of nice little, like, satin lingerie tops. Not, like, not, like, super sexy, okay? I'm not wearing lingerie in the middle of my day. But, like, a cute satin top that I can layer over things. Very cute. And they always have some really fun... A lot of them end up being, like, vintage pieces, goodies in there. Um, I'm also a sucker for any two-piece set. A pantsuit, skirt and a blazer, dress and an overshirt, count me in. I just am obsessed. And especially those, I feel like those are easy to tailor, to take in, to change up how exactly how you like it. So, I'm a big fan of a two-piece set. So, those are my faves, my thrifting must-haves. 
Um, and I want to make a reel of me styling my thrifting must-haves because I want to. So make sure you tell me that I look good so I don't have a crisis. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> um, guys, that brings us to the end of this very fun episode of just me talking about something that I love, which I feel like is basically just this podcast. I just get to talk about the things that I love and share the things that I love with the people that I love, which are all of you. So hot girl tip of the week to end us is from me a little bit so it is on social media it can be a dark place at times I know that like a big part of my breakdown last week was definitely like the effect that social media was having on me um and so to tie that in it's you know, when you get on social media, make sure that the people you see on there are people that inspire you. Whether it's inspire you to be yourself, to inspire your style, inspire your mind, inspire your spirit. Um, I only want to follow people who make me feel good about myself. So, to tie that in with the topic of what we were talking about today. I follow a lot of people with just out their styles that thrift like everything they buy and they always want to make me push the limits with what I wear so I'm going to share a few of my favorites and I will link them in the show notes but we have Hannah Ruth Zander she lives in Salt Lake and she's a fashion major at Salt Lake Community College and she just has the funnest vintage wardrobe like she looks like a little doll that dresses up in incredible outfits every day. Um, my next fave is Living as Karina. Um, Karina Gomez, she is a plus size Latina thrifter who just like doesn't care what people think about her and her body and how close fit. Like she wears what she wants. She doesn't fit that fault that like stereotypical like flattering vibe like she is who she is and I adore her also her YouTube videos are very fun um and next we have at B Jones style she's the one that wrote that book that I was talking about and she's just a crazy thrifter then we have a fashion nerd which I have mixed feelings about but I really like her style she just kind of is a little too influencer-y for me but I really like her style and I wish her the best. Um, then we have the Peach Vintage, which is, she's like my favorite person ever. Um, I've bought a few things from her store and she always like writes a handwritten note. We talk over Instagram and just, I'm obsessed with her. And then my last one is Read Write Thrift. She lives in Canada and she just has the coolest, funnest style. And I just feel like these people really show you like, what you can find when you thrift and that you can find really cool things like it's not just all grandma sweaters and weird styles from 2010 um remember to subscribe rate review and of course stay hot besties we'll talk next week nice to see you